0: Welcome back, one and all, to another edition of the Say What You Like Sports Podcast. Hitting you this week with a bit of that red and blue rivalry. So we're going to be talking quarterbacks going into the 2019 season for the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. So, Eric, the 49ers fan on hand. I mean, what are the expectations
1: for the quarterback position in 2019? This is the big, this is a million dollar question. I think... Of both teams. Like it starts and of, ends of with Of all teams. Of all teams. Because if he's if Jimmy Garoppolo is good, if he's if he's a hundred percent, I mean they're gonna win more games. They're gonna be a better product. I mean without him, they're a top three in the draft. You know, when he came in and just started seven games, they won all seven. Yeah. You know? So his health and his ability to progress is what's gonna determine their success and whether they can challenge the Rams or not and it all starts here at training camp and you know you look back at his stats you know he started 10 games he is eight and two didn't finish one of the losses and his stats aren't great because and i think what people have 718 yards i believe yeah right five touchdowns and three picks in that series overall for his career he sits at uh 17 uh, 17 touchdowns eight interceptions with 65 percent completion last season is what he had as far as uh those stats go right The one hidden stat that Pro Football Focus does use um, is the yards that are achieved under duress or, like, you know, their advanced yards or adjusted yards. How complicated was the throw? And he's got a really high one at 8.2. That's pretty good, you know, in the games that he started. You know, when he's healthy, that offense looks different.
0: Yeah, I think that the team believes in Jimmy. I think the front office believe. I think the, fan, I think the whole 49ers nation yeah. knows That this season rides um, on the
1: back of Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo, Yes. And And his health. Yeah. And, I mean, when you look at training camp, what's rough is that, you know, they say he's going to be a full goal, but we don't know. know, He's still coming back from that ACL tear. He looks – he's done, uh, I believe, seven-on-seven drills, but he hasn't done 11-on-11. He hasn't gone through, you know, OTAs and stuff like that the way the rest of them that are healthy are. Right. You know, right now the snaps are being divvied up between Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard. So – I want to see what I expect to see is him by the end of training camp reassert himself. I mean, he's going to be the starter, but reassert himself in the practices, leading the seven on seven, leading 11 on 11, leading two minute drills, whatever drills that the starting quarterback has. Can
0: I ask you, is there something else in particular that you're looking to see from Jimmy Garoppolo and say the preseason training camp or early in the season? Because we know he's got the quick release, we know he has the ability to get away from pressure, make throws on the run. But is there something you want to see him take to the next level? Or yeah,
1: um, you want to see because you you notice that, and I think this is a calling card. All Shanahan offenses is that in Matt Ryan will speak to this and has spoken of this is when you have to learn it quickly, it's easier to digest and the, it's simpler. You look at the Falcons. I think under Cashan's first year, they started I believe eight and zero, and they finished eight and eight, or they started five and zero and they finished. Yeah, yeah. you right. know, and then because the offense is so complete, it takes two years to fully grasp. You know, and you saw that. When Jimmy came in in 2017, oh, you know, it's simple. Offense is simple. He's only been here a couple weeks, a month, month and a half. But, as you know, he had to learn the whole offense. You saw that his decision-making slowed down. He took more sacks. Right. So what I want to see in this preseason is I want to see him be able to go through the offense and show that 2017, but with a mastery of the complete offense.
0: Right. You know. You need to see some, uh, it looks like, mental progression. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly.
0: Right. You know, on the other side of this thing, the Cowboys starting quarterback, Dak Prescott, there's a lot of division even within Cowboys fans where whether Dak's the man that's going to lead the franchise long term. But when you look at some of these numbers, it's hard to argue with. I mean, he deserves his money. 32 and 16 is a starter. A 96 passer rating he's a two-time Pro Bowler and when you look at that I mean that's I mean 32 and 16 is that's a it's a very high winning percentage for nah. being in your first three years now of course for the most part he's had a team around him but he's had some times where Zeke had the six game suspension and even though they, they sort of fell off he did kind of pick it up at the end we've seen the ability of Dak Prescott to be able to bounce back from adversity. He's not somebody that folds like a cheap lawn chair. No. And so I, I have that confidence going into 2019.
1: You see a little bit of, like, Russell Wilson in him where he kind of, like, there's always fight in him. It doesn't matter right. if they're down 10. He'll make a play, you know. He's one of those guys that you kind the of worry about. big play in yeah. the
0: Seattle game, wild card game. Yeah. The run. Was that 14? Like, what was it? Like,
1: third and 14? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the run. I mean, It's crazy. So what what do you want to see out of this preseason? And and let me ask you another question. Do you think that we'll see a lot of him during this preseason?
0: I I don't think you can risk seeing too much of Dak in the preseason. He he may need a little work, but the fact is that the depth behind Dak really, really is bad on the Cowboys. It's unproven at the very least. Um, But what I do want to see from Dak on the field, I think Dak really struggles with anticipating where the pass rush is. I see that he runs into sacks. When I look at a quarterback and try to see if I can blame it on the line or blame it on the quarterback, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Once we hit four Mississippi, that's on the quarterback. Yeah. you know. And if you go back and watch some of these games, we're talking four and five Mississippis, and Dak's running into the pressure. So I really want to see him improve in the pocket with the footwork and being able to move and kind of just be shifty enough to just get just out of the way. Of the pass rush, instead of running to it, um, I think he holds on to the ball a little bit too long. I, like you know, that's part of the whole four Mississippi thing. But outside of that, I mean, he's a warrior. I mean, I, I really have nothing bad to say aside from that. But that is a, a, a Achilles' heel that I'm concerned about.
1: So I think the difference here between the Niners and the Cowboys, when it comes to quarterbacks, is I feel pretty confident as bad as the backup quarterback situation has been in San Francisco. If God forbid. Knock on wood, Jimmy Garoppolo goes down for a couple weeks, and it's Nick Mullins. I don't feel that the sense of, like, we're not going to get Nathan peterman okay? Right, right. You know, I feel like he's a competent quarterback because last year he proved it. You can't be a, a completely terrible quarterback and win games in the NFL. I He truly won believe some that. games. He beat, you know, Oakland. He beat Denver, you know, with Von Miller. Right. And, you know, that was a good defense, and he beat them. You know, he came with one bad decision of beating the Bears. You know, he beat Seattle. Those are teams that Those are were playoff vying. Playoff teams. And Seattle was vying for position, you know? Right. So, you know, he's proven he can win games. You know, it's tailored to this offense. I'm sure he couldn't do this with just any offensive coordinator. But, you know, if, if I feel like, okay, Mullins, you know, is able to win a few games for us if, if Jimmy goes down for a stretch, you know? So during the preseason and in training camp, what I really want to see is just him take that assertion because right now it is a 50-50 battle between him and Bethard. and Bethard was drafted and say what we want you know that will always kind of default if it's close goes to the drafted guy right
0: you got a third round draft pick going against a undrafted free agent who was right. on the practice squad the year before so I just want to see him but doesn't Nick Mullins deserve some type of credit for leading the 49ers in oh. yards attempts completions oh wins. yeah yeah I mean he was there even when Jimmy wasn't
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think he's going to get the nod. And I just want to see him take – I mean, that game last year, that preseason game, he's the one that led the comeback against the Cowboys. Right, yeah, you know? right, yeah. For a preseason game, it's, you know, scrubs on scrubs, but still, you know. It shows you something. He led them down the field. He could have just looked at it like, oh, it's a whatever game. It's not going to matter. But you could see the passion that he has. I want to see him just assert himself and say, this backup role, this second role is mine. And if Jimmy's not careful and Jimmy can't stay healthy, I want the starting job. That's what I want to see in training camp and through it. Now, very different for what you have. Like, What do you want to see out of the backups? (laughs) I need to see a lot because currently
0: at QB2, we got Cooper Rush, who's another undrafted free agent out of Central Michigan. Out of the gate, Cooper Rush looked good. I went down to training camp in 2017, and all the preseason games that I watched in 2017— I think Cooper Rush looked like a viable backup quarterback. Um, He's not too big. He doesn't have a strong arm. I I wouldn't say he has a great deep ball, but he can move in the pocket, make throws on the run, and, and he was getting the job done. The number one thing about a quarterback that I saw from Cooper Rush is he played with confidence in that 2017 preseason. I haven't really seen him in the regular season, but I can say this, and this is what hurts, but in 2018, he took steps back. He was throwing bad interceptions. He wasn't getting away from the pressure. And, you know, I need to see that he's improved upon those weaknesses. You know, I talked about the mobility, but I need to see the deep ball accuracy. I need to see that, that arm strength, a little bit of touch on the deep routes. Um, and hopefully he can, again, play with confidence. I know that's kind of a general, simple thing to say, but that's what I need to see. Because if not, our quarterback or our backup quarterback might not be on this roster. Because our only other option behind Cooper Rush is uh, Mike White, who's prototypical size kind of guy. Um, he's kind of like the exact opposite of Cooper Rush. Mike White is big, six foot five, two hundred and twenty-four pounds. He's a former fifth-round draft pick, and he's got a he's got a nice deep ball. He's got a strong arm, but he's kind of a statue in the pocket, not too good with avoiding pressure, and just unseasoned. And I really again. Same thing. The one thing that Cooper Rush and Mike White share is I don't see the confidence in them when they're playing, and I need to see that in the preseason.
1: So let me ask you, just spitballing right now, do you think the Dallas Cowboys backup quarterback is on the roster right now that's going to be on the roster week one? I'd like to believe that Cooper
0: Rush can be the backup quarterback, but let's be frank. Let's just say we're in first place in the NFC East and Dak goes down. No, I'd I feel a lot more comfortable knowing we had a, a veteran backup that's won a few games in the NFL. Man, some Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic sounds good <laughs> <laughs> to me as a backup <laughs> quarterback, really. I get
1: him too, yeah.